flee from sexual immorality. Every other sin a person commits is outside the body. But the sexually immoral person sins against his own body. 1 Corinthians 6, 18. There's perhaps no precept in Scripture as widely ignored as this one. Our society is absolutely obsessed with sex. Advertising, movies and television, popular music, the internet, it's all filled to the brim with sex, lust, fornication, and adultery. And unfortunately, our young people are deeply affected by the sex-crazed culture that we live in. According to the Center for Disease Control, approximately 47% of all high school students are sexually active. The consequences of this behavior are staggering. Every year, 3 million teenagers acquire a sexually transmitted disease. And every year, more than 1 million teens become pregnant. That's one out of every nine young women aged 15 to 19. Now, if you're thinking that our kids escape these statistics by virtue of their association with the Lord's Church, well, you can quit fooling yourself. While our kids don't participate in sexual activity at quite the rate worldly children do, studies show that our kids only lag about 20 points behind the national average. Satan is preaching a sermon about sex that teenagers want to hear, And they are willingly falling into his trap of lies and deception. Well, what can we do about that? Well, with children, one of the most important approaches is to help them focus on the consequences of their behavior. Kids simply, just by virtue of their age, are not mature enough to always be obedient simply because they know they should do the right thing or simply out of love for mom and dad. Thus, consequences and punishment seem to work as a means to help children discipline themselves so that they'll think before they act. And unfortunately, some parents seem to think that the only punishment applicable to premarital sex is hellfire. And while it is true that unrepentant fornicators will be punished in hellfire, that is not the only consequence of this sin. Solomon says in Proverbs 13 and in verse 15 that the way of the transgressor is hard. That is, life is hard for people who commit sin. And that is never more true than when we talk about sexual sin. We must help our kids understand that there are painful consequences to fornication right now, in the present. Well, what kind of consequences are there to premarital sex? Well, aside from the obvious, you might get an STD, or you could become pregnant, there are actually several consequences. For example, children need to be told how sex before marriage can cause them to have false feelings of love. One expert remarked that sexual encounters outside of marriage give an illusion of intimacy that can be mistaken for the lasting commitment that makes marriage work. How many teenagers do you know of who have gotten involved with someone sexually, thought that they had something really great, and so they married that person? Then a little bit of time went by, and one day they woke up and realized that they don't actually love the person that they've married. What happened there? What happened was they mistook lust for love. Do you see then how God's law is designed not merely to prohibit us, 
But there is a sense in which God's law is designed to protect us. Secondly here, children need to be told how sexual involvement before marriage, that it'll end up wrecking their future relationships. Sex is such a powerful experience that it cannot be forgotten. And so when a person decides to get married, it's only inevitable that there will be comparisons to those past sexual encounters. Making matters worse, past memories have a tendency to become idealized. This results in young people who have frustration in their marriage because that physical relationship, ah, it just can't possibly be as good as their romanticized past experiences. Now you end up having one spouse who's haunted by all the ghosts of the past and the other spouse just feels inadequate. Does that sound like a strong or happy marriage? Of course not. Hebrews 13 verse 4 warns us not to defile the marriage bed. And that would include not defiling it with past relationships. Thirdly, kids need to be told that fornication destroys our ability to be an influence for good. When we commit fornication, we have compromised all that Christianity stands for. How then is it possible for a young lady to influence her boyfriend or a young man to influence his girlfriend for Christ when they have shown the other person that they are nothing but a hypocrite by their fornication? What shame and humiliation and guilt and problems fornication always brings. You know, your child may think that he or she is a long way from the fires of hell. But make no mistake, a damaged influence and a sullied reputation, that stings in the here and the now. Parents, you can use that hard truth to help your child understand why he or she should say no to sex before marriage. Now clearly, a focus on consequences, that's going to be a cornerstone of our defense against fornication. However, let me quickly point out two other areas that need our attention as well, moms and dads. Number one, you need to love your child in a way that your child understands and can relate to. 93% of teenage girls said that having loving parents reduced the risk that they would have sex before marriage. You see, kids need love and acceptance and understanding. And if you don't give it to them, they'll find it elsewhere, even if that means trading their bodies for what they feel is love. Secondly, you need to expect purity. You know, the world is constantly preaching that young people just cannot possibly restrain themselves and that sex is just inevitable. Moms and dads, don't accept that. Don't be conformed to the world's way of thinking. Be frank, be honest, and be real, but you be clear that you expect that your child can remain pure and will remain pure. My stomach still turns to this day whenever I recall a conversation several years ago with a brother in Christ who admitted that he had given his boys contraceptives because, in his own words, He just knew that boys would be boys. Are you kidding me? How can we ever expect to win this battle when we've already thrown in the towel? Parents, you need to keep talking, keep trying, keep loving your kids. 
Study after study reveals that parents have a powerful impact on their children even when parents think that they aren't getting through. But just as you didn't teach table manners in one setting, so also you can't train sexual purity in just one talk either. And so don't give up. Keep on praying, keep on talking, and keep on working. You can do it. And God will bless you when you teach your children to stand for righteousness and holiness.